0: Right now. now, now. Guess who? Nobody got nothing on us. You're locked into the greatest station. It's the K.O.P. Aftermath. Right here, so keep it locked. It's the K.O.P. Aftermath. You're you're locked into the man. Check, Check this out. Here we go. It's time, you're live and in the mix with ATL Zone. KLP, yo, yo. yo, what's going on, this is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up, this is Ludacris. What's up, y'all, this is Nicki Minaj. You're rocking with the band. It's the number one station, blazing the airwaves. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all, this is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the 94. ladies and gentlemen boys and girls uh, children of all ages of course i'm your host klp kennedy lucas and of course we got tyrus lester in the building ladies and gentlemen for another exciting podcast episode ladies and gentlemen this is the klp aftermath season two with your host KLP kennedy lucas welcome back to the radio stations of swanky 93.3 and also if you're listening to the radio station of emory 94.6 thank you for staying tuned Ladies and gentlemen, it's a beautiful, and I do mean it, very, very beautiful Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got so much going on, right? I'm excited. T, you over there, you make sure we sound good. We're so excited because today is the day. Not only we give you guys another exciting podcast today, but ladies and gentlemen, don't be so sad what I'm about to say next. And T, we talked about it. This week will be the last week of Season 2. So, yes, KOP Aftermath Season 2 has been an extraordinary journey. You know, we we gave you guys a new setup. We gave you guys, uh, of course, new audio type of equipment you know, we've been dabbling in, and T knows it too, guys. We've been dabbling into our audio equipment to make sure our podcast sounds spectacular. It's just one of those things that we, you know, we've been working on it, right? We've been working on the virtual background. We've been working on things to for the show to be a mega show. And you guys made the show what it is today. You guys have been enjoying the podcast. And I just... I'm humbled, right? I'm so humbled. I'm thankful. I'm ready to get back. I'm ready for May 16th to happen, T, because honestly, season three is around the corner. If you guys don't know, we haven't announced it yet, right? Because by the time you're hearing the podcast and you're seeing the episode, we won't talk about our announcement that we did at Oxford College of Emory University quite just yet because there is a special video for that but let's just say that you know they got their studio built up really well in there and some of the microphones we've toyed around with the microphones and the headphones that are already existing in there and they just they make they they made our show a little bit easier when it comes to setup right because there's so much when it comes to setup for a podcast there's not just a microphone and a computer and you just hit record and go there's so many elements to it there's sponsorships there's, lightings, there's green screens, there's virtual backgrounds, there's fountain powers. there's cables, there's the microphone, the arm, the headphones, there's just, all, and the connector for the computer. There's so many elements, guys, when it comes to building a radio station show. So, I, I rest assured, I have to explain that to, to a lot of people, because a lot of people think it's easy to do a podcast. A lot of people think, hey, I'm just gonna buy a condenser microphone, and bam, I've got my equipment. No, there's so much that goes on to podcasts, and, you know, it's it's been a journey it's been a fun journey to to upgrade our equipment and to to get more equipment out there for you guys so I'm excited. They've got it right over there at Oxford College of Emory, Emory University. CT, I'm just, I'm so excited. I can't really, can't say my stuff straight because I'm so excited. Season three, the hottest show, the hottest podcast in Atlanta of the summer. KLP Aftermath season three. Let me tell y'all real quick because that's, we're not talking about season three because we do have topics to talk about on tonight's show. But you know, season three is going to be fantastic, guys. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I know a lot of kids, uh, some kids over at Emory university they're getting ready to go home for the summer um so for all you kids out there for emory university if you're going home and you need something to listen to throughout your summer don't forget about us of course follow us at emory radio one again that's emory radio one over there at instagram and you guys can see all the content so much going on now before we get to our segments here today uh, today team You know we got to talk about it Because we're super 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 excited Now you guys know We've been doing podcasting for years right And finally we have another show To come on our radio station platform Whether that's Swanky 93.3 And Emory 94.6 And of course we're going to be talking A little bit more about this show Of course Uh, Just a little bit Can't give you too much about it Because we're going to kick it off in May But hopefully Shail Purcell is listening to tonight's show, Shell. Uh, again, I can't thank you enough for allowing me to be a part of your journey. You guys can go out there and just you can you can Google Shell Purcell. But if you guys don't know who Shell Purcell is, she's a wonderful, wonderful family friend of ours that has been in so many good shows like Dynasty from uh, of course the CW and now on Netflix. She's in the Women's in Movement show. And she's, I think she did another show. I can't remember the other show. And her first movie, Two Wrongs 2, it is available right now on Prime Video and Tubi TV. I cannot wait for Two Wrongs 2. Um... Uh, The Two Wrongs, the first one's on Prime TV and Tubi TV. Two Wrongs 2 is her sequel that I was on set for. I am the assistant director for that film. That's coming very soon. A lot of people did ask me, when is that movie coming out? You know, when you're making a movie, guys, you know, it it takes time to edit a movie. And we just got to be patient. A lot of people did ask me today, T, which was kind of weird. But a lot of people did ask me, hey, when's your documentary about New York coming out? A lot of people asked me that um guys when you go out there and you make a documentary or a film it takes eight to maybe a year to two years to get a movie together when you go out there and you film a movie you can't have it done that next month. I know a lot of people were, a lot of people were expecting that documentary of mine to be done like in April, and we filmed it in March. No, the movie probably won't be out till December, maybe January of next year, guys. It's a movie, it's a documentary, so it takes time. And with two wrongs 2, directed by Chael Purcell. I, I get it. You know, we're, we're filming movies. Movies take time to edit. It doesn't take a month to do a movie. So a lot of people ask, ask us about our projects. They're coming. That's all I can say on the show is they're coming. You know, it's just, you know, it's it's, it's production business. It takes a minute to get it uh, edited. But Shale Purcell, shout out to her because... Uh, she got her, she, we're um, the executive producer for her new podcast show and our podcast show is called I'm not your sugar mama is going to be a fantastic show because there's so many elements that I can't give you guys on the show, right? I can't tell you too much about um, what it is we're going to be talking about on I'm not your sugar mama, but it's going to be a good show to start off, to kick off the summer. Um, it won't be on our radio Platforms because that is her original show, but she's going to be premiering it. Of course, I'm going to be sharing snippets on Emery Radio One's Instagram. So again, guys, if you don't follow our Instagram, follow our Instagram so you guys don't miss out on great content this summer. Because Shell Purcell's, I'm not your sugar mama. I'm the executive producer for that podcast. There's so many elements that we're doing for that show i'm super stoked about that show that show is coming out starting we're kicking it off this may and T like we're going to be booked and busy because we're also filming her series can't give you the name can't give you too much about that series yet but we're filming the series in june we're just going to be so busy with content creating this summer and shell if you're somehow watching the show or listening to the show thank you because you gave us not only good stuff to do you actually kind of gave us some exciting things to look forward to this summer not only because we're uh, editing our documentary and of course ladies and gentlemen we're starting production of space lords this summer so so we're, we're gonna be booked and busy and i i like for KLP entertainment to be booked and busy so this is one of the things shout out to her shout out to the show now let's get on to the juiciness of it now the first thing t because you guys know on our show we are a black owned show first off um i like to give shout outs when shout outs are due um but this kind of goes back to a hip-hop artist um he recently passed away due to COVID 19 and i doubt that my oxford college of emory university students might know this dj because they might be too young to know him but we know him not personally but we know his music we listen to him of course dj k slade recently passed away guys he passed away due to complications of COVID 19. now if you guys don't know dj k slade was a hip-hop artist he started with graffiti back in his hometown to become a dj and to become a hip-hop idol um i had listened to quite a few of his albums on my spotify so i definitely know dj k slay one of my favorite records from dj k slay was um rose champagne showers um that song in particular is my favorite but he has so many more Uh, songs that he uh dished out for us in hip-hop culture and as i do my songs shameless plug a little bit because you guys can follow swanky aura on spotify and title of course i've got a new album mr and mrs lucas's is coming out this may shameless plug i know but I look to artists like DJ K. slay when i make my music right so it, it's just i saw this and i got really sad because i know this artist and he died at the age of 56 guys he's super duper young i don't i'm covid is, is something else because you never you never know what people are going to going through unless you know they pass away and then you you think oh snap like i i i know he's one of my artists like he's one of my favorite artists i listen to like i'm baffled that he's gone so uh my condolences to djk slay's family uh djk slay you know man you are a hip-hop goddess when it comes to djing um you know rest in peace my brother um again he's he's one of those artists that i listen to and i look up to when i make my music and and, and continue to dabble into a little bit of hip-hop so it just you know it's one of those sad occasions today um now to turn the page from a bad note to kind of a good note today Um, They definitely don't know because I didn't see them see this. I didn't uh, have them see this. But, of course, at Emory University, they do have an NAACP. Ladies and gentlemen, they're getting ready for their end of the year black barbecue over there at the NAACP at Emory. That is a student organization that is coming out for sure. And I really admire, you know, organizations like this simply because... This was a this is a program that they're getting ready for. Now this is I believe that this is only catered to the Atlanta campus because I know we definitely don't have they don't have one at Oxford College, but the emory underscore naacp you guys can follow them they say come celebrate the end of the year with us this saturday of course it is the end of the year black barbecue is going to be food games and merchandising at uh, on april 23rd from three to seven at the uh, saac field over there at the Emory University campus. So again, that is, of course, the end of the year Black barbecue from the Emory AAACP. I admire stuff like this because it really gets me excited when I see organizations do this. Um, I bet this is going to be a fantastic time. I wish I can go to this. I won't be able to go to this because I do have quite a few uh, things to do on Saturday, and then I got to go to Oxford College, uh, the Emory's version. Uh, for oxford college for a tournament so i would love to go to this but i can't go to this sadly uh actually no i i lied i we definitely can't go because ladies and gentlemen we're gonna be on set <laughs> i'm sorry uh, we're gonna be on set for um shale's podcast. we're doing a testing and then we're leaving out for mississippi that sunday so i won't even be in this town uh <laughs> saturday i almost forgot sorry t you looked at me like hey uh did you forget we got to go somewhere saturday i know i'm sorry um, I wish I could go to this, though. I, I love it when 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 organizations, student running organ, organizations, they get together and they do something like this of this magnitude. It really gets me excited. So, Emory, NAACP, if you're somehow listening to the show, watching the show, uh, please contact us. We've, I would love to get you guys on the show. Honestly, I would love to see them uh, come on the show and see what they would like to do. Of course new next news the much watch list now this is a much watch list and get ready for this week because of course kennedy lucas publishing we are writing for the next uh box times of course and today we're going to talk a little bit about the batman of course if you guys don't know the batman is now available on hbo max so if you want to dabble into this movie please dabble into this movie because it is a movie that you do not want to sleep on now the batman and this is just my kind of formal review on the podcast right because over the weekend monday and tuesday i did see the batman now the batman did came out on april 18th uh the last day to do your taxes so hopefully you guys have done your taxes um so here's my scope with the batman guys and you know t we we talked about it a lot and you know I have mixed feelings about the batman okay so of course you can tell a movie didn't quite do as hot if a movie if a movie comes out let's just and let's put batman in this the movie came out march 8th i want to uh, maybe third or eighth one of those days in march the movie came out I remember because they did a whole bunch of promotion. There was a lot of promotion in New York. You, you, to you, we saw it. There's a lot of promotion in New York. There was so much of the Batman promotion in New York. It was crazy. We were going to see the Batman in theaters, but my friend Harmony did say, oh, don't see this movie. This movie is not that great. It's not worth the ticket. So we didn't we didn't see the movie in New York, although it would have been cool. We just didn't see it. But a couple of days, you know, after we're coming back, a couple of weeks when we came back, HBO announced, hey, the Batman's coming to HBO Max on April 18th. So I'm like, "Okay, bet, you know, because I don't have to go to theaters and waste a ticket when it's coming to HBO Max anyway. So I love the streaming verse. Now, the streaming verse kind of is great, but it kind of sucks for the director's perspective because a lot of directors do get paid a little bit more when it comes to movies going to theaters. Now, uh, we're in this new wave right now where people are scared to go to these theaters and people want to... Uh, have the comforts of their own home, right? I'm guilty of it because I want to watch a movie in my own home. I want to buy a game from PlayStation Store right in my own home. I don't like to go to GameStop anymore. So it's just the the, the way we live in in times right now. this This is how it is. So we got the announcement that, of course, the Batman movie was coming to HBO Max. So I said, okay, I'm just not going to waste money on this. I'm going to wait and let it come on Max and I'll watch it Monday since we had that kind of day off. And that's kind of why we didn't do the podcast uh, yesterday, a full hour podcast, because I was watching the movie and I was doing some other things. Sorry, guys. Uh, We get busy. (laughs) But after me seeing the Batman, I've got some mixed feelings, right? Okay, so first off, Robert Pattinson, honestly, I think he did good as the Batman. Now, a lot of people were skeptical. A lot of people didn't like their choice, DC's choice to have Robert Pattinson be the next Batman. I can honestly say... This is just my opinion. This is not a fact. You might have your different opinions. I can honestly say, guys, that Robert Pattinson did better as Batman than Ben Affleck might have. Now, it's just opinion. Ben Affleck could have been a great Batman, but maybe Ben Affleck was given a bad hand with the director with this Batman versus Superman that didn't sell and the Justice League was okay, just okay. So maybe that's why Robert Pattinson had that leg up T, right? um zoe kravitz again by god she's gorgeous like i i've i'm watching the batman and i'm forgetting that she was catwoman because i was just so interested in her if you guys know zoe kravitz I, i'm a huge zoe kravitz fan i think she excuse my friendship because i know we're pg show i think she's fine <laughs> and this is let's call a spade of space. zoe kravitz is fine and she's very fine in this movie so it's not being it's not me being sexist it's not me not understanding her acting because her acting was fantastic in this movie like i honestly can say based off the shows that i've seen and this is kind of a tie right because she's in this show with shane lee woodley and um um uh i'm forgetting the other ladies that are in the big little lies show that's on hbo I, i'm blanking on their names right now but um she's in that show right and she did fantastic in that show but after seeing zoe kravitz in the batman movie and her acting her acting was fantastic like i i'm sorry it was just something different like i've seen zoe kravitz in so many other projects but to see her in this play catwoman selena kyle I, like whoa okay she's she's playing the role really well like i was genuinely surprised with her performance i was genuinely surprised with robert pattinson's performance because honestly i think he did a good job i don't know why people think oh he's a bad he was the bad choice for batman i don't understand it because after watching the batman he did really well in my opinion so the, the batman has a darker version to it right honestly I think it was needed, right? Because when you're looking at the comments, you're looking at, you know, the comic book style of Batman. It has a darker, grittier side to it. And that's exactly what the director, I think the director is um, John Reeves, if I'm not, uh, hopefully I got that director's name right. Um, Him directing this movie and it was a darker, grittier version of it. It was quite interesting because it was a different scope of things because you have different variations of Batman, right? but after seeing this one you say okay okay this is a darker one so maybe this is not this i mean kids can come watch this movie but maybe this may not be for kids right this may not be this might be targeted just for the older adults who understand batman who wants a different style of batman so um I do think the movie was a bit long, right? Because you had two hours and 56 minutes and some seconds of this movie. This movie was long. You have to have the patience to watch this movie. This movie was just that long. And I get it. They're trying to get up to the scope of things, right? Because, you know, if you look at Avengers Endgame, right? When that came out, that was three hours, straight out three hours, you know? I remember going to theater to see that movie. We got there. At nine, I think it was 9, nine o'clock, 9.30 when we saw it in-game. The first, the, the first hour was, was 9 o'clock. And then we didn't leave the theaters to about 12.30. It was th- that long, but it was very engaging. I think if they make a sequel, and this is just my opinion T, if they make a, a single of this, I don't see them... I don't think they should make a three-hour movie. And let me tell you why, folks. Because there has been trying and I hate to compare companies because you're comparing Marvel to DC and that's not really a fair fight but you look at Marvel's Endgame Avengers Endgame that came out a couple years ago three hour long movie right we're watching that we're in the theaters we're so engaged with that movie there's just so much elements to it the batman i have to i had to watch over two days right because it came out monday right because monday we didn't do much because we were all in our homes resting i called that off that day that day as an off day Monday's when we when i started watching it i didn't finish it until this morning because i knew i needed to talk about it tonight's show that's how long the movie was and there's been scenes where i was on my phone and I, I hate that I, I be on my phone while trying to watch and watch a movie for review, but sometimes it gets stuck into a T. I'm in there, I'm watching, I'm watching the movie, and sometimes I'm dabbling on my phone. And once I'm on my phone on social media, I'm just like this, guys. I am, and you guys, if you're watching to the audio version, you can't see it. But you know, I'm have the phone in my, in my face and I'm on the phone all the time. Like I'm not, paying attention to the movie. And that's what the Batman did give me, guys, that there's been scenes where some scenes were boring and I fumble with my phone and not really watching the movie. So if you're going to make a three hour movie, you got to make it interesting throughout because it is an extremely long timeline for a three hour type run now you are never going to see that from KOP entertainment i'm never going to make a three hour movie that i just think movies don't need to be made that long <laughs> that's just my opinion it is not a fact you got to make that a two-parter if you're going to make that a long movie um but guys the movie's long you have to have patience so uh make sure you guys have patience if you have the time to watch the batman watch it but it's a whole bunch um so you got um, uh, Johnny John John Wright to play, I believe, uh, Commissioner Gordon. That was very different because you know we know uh, Commissioner Gordon from the video games and the older movies, like the Dark Knight movies, right? So that's a different that's a different kind of kind of spin to it to with the characters, you know. So I was very interested for that. Um, you had Colin Farrell to play the Penguin. Um, he, he he played that role pretty well, right? He I play, he played it to the best of. the Best of to the ability of, of Oswald uh, Penguin. You know he did. Colin Farrell did his job right. He he did play the role really well. It was well accepted. I thought the character was funny, because Colin Farrell's been in so many other comedic type movies, and to see him in this movie, it's just like okay, you, you you put you put the fat suit on, you put a little makeup, you change, and you got into the character. You you played it really well. Um, the riddler i forgot who played the riddler but the riddler was the main villain in this movie and spoiler alert to all of all the folks who haven't seen this movie if you haven't seen the movie go see the movie it's available for hbo max right now so if you have that go stream it right now uh right after this podcast so spoiler alert but i forgot who played the riddler but the riddler was the main protagonist in this movie and i kind of like it right i'm not saying that i'm a batman fan because this movie did have its bad notes mostly bad notes but I like how they made the Riddler crazy because if you remember Jim Carrey played the Riddler back in the day and you know Jim Carrey, right? You know, he's, you know, he's Jim Carrey, you know, he's the kooky, crazy character that you got to see in every movie. So in this movie, the Batman, you have the Riddler, a darker version, a a psycho, crazy maniac character as the Riddler and he's psycho, he's crazy and you know, that plays a role as a great protagonist in this type of Batman movie. Um, I definitely don't know the name who played Carmike of Valcone, but it's very interesting that they're relating to Carmike Valcone simply because a lot of people didn't know that character. Carmike Valcone has been in the Batman series, I mean, since it started, honestly. But when you're watching the dark knight right when you're playing the batman video games right you don't really see carmike valcone mentioned so much except for the batman the telltale series carmike valcone characters in that video game and i like that game and it's really good because um richard Magoli, um that's the guy who plays slowly in the video game version of uncharted he played carmike valcone in that game so it's cool to see uh, Carmack Valcone, he's, you know, the one of the side protagonists. He's the rich guy. He's the bad guy. He's everything. He gets shot in the movie. So it's good to see that the Batman, they brought so many elements. They brought, you know, a little bit of comic uh, g- comedic uh comic style characters into this movie. Now, one thing I do want to see, because I really do believe that they're going to make a second one. And if they do make a second one that's going to be much needed right but i i don't want them to uh, i don't want them to make it that long and i i want them to bring back more comic book style villains because every movie every batman movie guys we've had either joker we had penguin in a couple few we had riddler and some of them i want to see the mad hatter I want to see Poison Ivy in another Batman movie. We had Bane in the Dark Knight, but bring him back in this series, right? Let's see what they can do. Um, what about Deathstroke and-, and Killer Croc? You know, I know these characters are kind of in the Suicide Squad, right? So they got the Suicide Squad video games, Sui squad, Suicide Squad movies in this. But what about those characters, right? Can we see those characters come characters come back into the light of things? because they have been in the Mr. Freeze hasn't been in a Batman movie since the last one I think this was the last one that you had um I believe Michael Keegan was playing Batman at that year you had Mr. Freeze in that movie as the main protagonist so we need to see more uh more uh comic uh comedic type of super villains in the next batman movie because we're getting the same villains over and over and over in every batman movie and i get it because that's what the characters were relating to these characters but i want to see this stuff honestly scarecrow right where is scarecrow like you're forgetting these big uh mr raws right uh, Taj Al you're missing the comedic and these are the characters that you can really see in the video games but I want to see that in a cinematic universe right it would be cool and this is my gamer moment guys because it will be cool right if and, and comment below if you have seen the um or if you played the latest Batman game I believe it's Batman Arkham Knight it wouldn't be amazing if they when they make their next batman movie guys they put the arkham knight in this game how cool uh, or are arkham knight in the next cinematic universe of dc that will be cool that will be something new it will relate from the video game but now you're putting into the cinematic version of it hey dc if you're somehow watching it if you need a director for that i would love to direct the next batman movie to put of course arkham knight as the main protagonist because there's so much you can do um i know that was a video game and i get it they've done in the video game they had a little bit of cinematics in the video game but just imagine, guys. Just just imagine. Because DC needs that urge, right? I can't compare them to Marvel because Marvel's winning, right? Marvel is out there. They're winning right now. But there's ways that DC can say, mm, let's let's compete a little bit, right? Let's get in there. Let's compete. I would like to see. Uh, Jack Queen Phoenix, who played Joker in the Joker movie, bring him into this, right? Why not? Because he's he's already played Joker. He won an Oscar for playing Joker. It's a no brainer to put him in the next Batman movie. So that way your ticket sales go up. I just want to see DC just kind of urge a little bit and co- try to have a uh, uh, competition when it comes to marvel right because you got these two universes i love both right i kind of love marvel a little bit more but you got both and they're not utilizing they're not thinking smart about it right um the batman it is a good movie i i can say that i can't say it was a bad movie i did watch it i did get entertained i think it's a little bit long do i think they're going to make a second one yes they're going to make a second one um, but there's just so many things they can do because after seeing this first one right there's a whole bunch that you guys that they, they can do for this for sure so again we got so much to talk about on the podcast so i guess we're going to commercial break and i believe that we might have an hour show tonight because there's so much more i got to talk about next is going to be the elephant of the room uh presented it well, it's not really presented because we're not a sponsor with them whatsoever but brought to you by the donkey of the day from breakfast club so stay tuned and I'll talk more about it here on the KLP Aftermath. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, KLP Aftermath, we got Tyrus Lester in the building. Make sure that we sound good for another episode here on uh, our stations. Swanky 93.3 and Emory 94.6. Sorry, guys. I had to go down some water because my Tyrus He was saying, Help. OK, we're coming back. We come back. OK, K-O-B, you ready? We come back. So, um, of course, next we're going to move on to our next topic of conversations. Uh, I was planning on having this show 30 minutes, but there's just so much we need to talk about today. Coming up next is our second page news. And of course the elephant in the room, you guys don't know it is out there. It is our newest segment that we bring to you guys. Of course, our elephant in the room because the breakfast club, shout out to the breakfast club because breakfast club is, they, they keep me going. They, i watch them. They keep my life going. And remember when I met DJ envy in New York, man, that was just, I'm still fathom about that because that was the coolest thing that I've could ever do is meeting DJ envy. When we went to New York about two and a half weeks ago so excited for that so shout out to V, man you the man but anyway second page news elephant in the room of course goes out to this company gravity Diagnostics, is a company out there in kentucky and of course get this y'all this is how this is how brother got some money like he made this dude and he did he's unintentionally didn't like he didn't do this on purpose to get this money but let me read this out to you of course kevin berlin Works for Gravity Diagnosis, y'all. He's a worker there who unfortunately suffers from anxiety. Now, that's one of the things that I do suffer for. And you know, if you guys, a little bit behind the scenes about myself guys you know i do have a little bit of anxiety i have mostly it's, it's ptsd for me but i have a little bit of anxiety too based off trauma and, and childhood uh, events that happened in my life right so i feel for kevin berlin like i feel for him right because his company gravity diagnosis surprised him a birthday birthday celebration of his birthday and he specifically told his manager t that hey do not surprise me on my birthday this is a triggering thing for me i don't want it just don't do it and there's a lot of companies out there that don't respect boundaries because they ended up doing it anyway right i understand when you're growing up as a kid and you sometimes us kids we we experience some things we've been through uh, some trauma we've been through it all and we're traumatized by it and some of some people will say we might need some therapy i know i definitely need therapy. i'm overdue of therapy but you know i have things that trigger me so i tell people don't do that or don't do it that way or please my i have pts please do not do that like that bugs me and i i feel for this guy right i and, and a lot of people can so his company went out and surprised him With a surprise birthday celebration of his birthday, of course he didn't like it. He was very anxious. He went to his car. He ate lunch in his car. He just did not like it because it was a very triggering experience. And get this, guys, he sued the company for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And he, as of today, as I'm reading it, he did win that settlement. So he will be getting from the company four hundred and fifty thousand dollars in settlement um of course over you know because you know he they surprised him right and they tried to fire him because they said that he you know he, he he didn't want to have that surprise but they fired him because he thought they thought the company thought that he would be dangerous in the workplace so they went ahead and just fired him because he was already mad about the surprise party but listen he did not want to work he did not want to celebrate his birthday at work and of course uncle charlotte Charlemagne that got over at the breakfast club did say guys uh, boundary, right? You know, I set boundaries here at KLP Entertainment. With Emory University, I definitely set boundaries there. There's gotta be a lot of boundaries there for that college. And I can I can loosely say some of the things I set boundaries for, you know, uh, as we guys know, you guys know we have an office no students go in my office, right? That's a boundary rule right there. Uh, I have to, I have protector screens on my computers because I don't want people snooping on my computer to see what happens, right? And see what I'm doing, right? That's boundaries. I feel for Kevin Berlin because on my birthday, I don't work my birthday. I've never worked my birthday in almost my years, right? And this will be a great year too this year. Stay tuned guys, because we're going to be doing a birthday celebration podcast. I will be turning 26. I'm getting up there. But I tell people, I don't wanna work my birthday. Oh, you don't have to surprise me on my birthday, please. I I, I rather, you know, I, I have anxiety, right? I could pull that same card, but no, for me, I just don't wanna celebrate my birthday at work. Charlemagne, the guy said it on the Breakfast Club, hey, maybe the brother didn't wanna celebrate his birthday at work because he wanted to go turn up with his friends, right? Because On your birthday, that's what you do. You you have fun with your friends and your loved ones. I have my mom trying to take me out, my dad's trying to take me out, and even my squad trying to say, Hey Kennedy, what you doing on your on your birthday? So I gotta squeeze all three of them in all three of them in that day. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to squeeze all three of them in on the on my birthday, but you know, it's just boundaries and i i really do want companies and businesses and institutions to understand the employer's boundaries. You know, you got to set boundaries for yourself, guys, because you know, work work is work. Work is how you make money, right? There's nothing more, nothing less to it. You just go there, you do the best you can, and you get paid. That's basically what work is. Um, I, I i set boundaries with with again KLP entertainment and Emory University. No one goes in my office. I don't want to celebrate my birthday at work. You can wish me happy birthday the day before, but just don't don't call me on my birthday, right uh, co-workers know and, and students know and Emory University associates know don't call Kennedy on his day off. <laughs> if the Emory office of Kennedy Lucas patterson's closed, don't call me because we're off right this is just a boundary that we have to set. Um, what well, another boundary I've said uh, and this is common sense you know with students I have a nice, uh, educational uh confer uh, con- uh conversation but there's nothing more to the conversation there's a hi how you doing hey how you doing hey how's finals okay bye that's it that, that we have nothing else to talk about because me being the the 25 year old almost 26 uh worker pro staff member at Emory University talking to these young personable Emory student, that, that just looks wrong, right? So that's another boundary that we had to set, right? There's T, and T knows about it, guys. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I tell people at a KLP Entertainment and may, maybe other productions companies that's coming up that I can't really disclose of right now. Um Boundaries. You have to set boundaries, and that's exactly what Kevin Berlin did, and of course, he did win that lawsuit, guys. $450,000. He can quit that job, right? He made his money. He, you, read, you can literally... Quit this company that threw you a surprise party that you Didn't want and now You are getting this money Companies they're coming For we're coming for y'all because they we're in this age now It's 2022 And it's hard out here Gas is high rent is high So you guys Can't just do whatever you want to do And expect us not to Sue because technically In today's society we can sue people for almost anything. I watched this new episode of Atlanta, y'all. Shout out to Danny Glover and and FX because Atlanta's, Atlanta's that show. There was this one episode, a recent episode. I think it was this was last week episodes. T, um, where it's kind of, it's a little bit political. So sorry if I get a little bit political on the show for a second, but you know, this was this woman, this character who is suing this white dude because of, you know, the family history, owning slaves and all that, you know, we're not going to deal too much in that because it's, it's sensitive for us, but it's politics, but just, that's not our type of show. Um, but she ended up suing the white dude because of his family owning slaves. And you know, that's just, that's a lesson in that show. So the lesson is we can pretty much sue for anything like anything under the sun we can sue and kevin berlin did sue um this company because he did not want a surprise party now a lot of people did say oh no kevin berlin he's just he i gotta do a little voice now kevin berlin he's just uh he's he's taking it too far he's overthinking it the company's just giving him some money and just, just celebrating no guys Kevin Berlin suffers from anxiety. So he specifically told his manager, No, I don't want a surprise party. Please don't do it. And they did it anyway. So that's kind of what they get. You know, you companies think they can do whatever they want. And then like it hurts somebody and they think there's no repercussions for it. A lot of people think, Oh no, he's okay. Here's the voice. Oh, he's overreacting. He's just doing he, he, he's just going doing that to make money. I bet he doesn't even have anxiety. Yes, he does. Birthdays is very triggering especially when you grew up that side of the track where you had uh experiences of, of family members and, and and triggering things that happened to your past it's triggering right because for me guys i have things that trigger me all the time it, and it's it's sad it's one of the saddest things when you have something trigger you and your anxiety builds up and your ptsd builds up and your little bit of depression builds up i just don't i I feel for kevin berlin and i i I gotta congratulate him on this because he's just one of those things where he he made money because he specifically told him i don't want this and they did it anyway right they ended up they doing it they did it anyway and i just you know i don't know they they did it anyway so that's i mean that that's what they get (laughs) i mean he said no and they did it anyway so Kevin Berlin, congratulations. You won that money. So I'm very happy for you for sure. Now that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Uh, Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the show. Of course, we went over, I think we got about 40 minutes of the show done here, T. So it's a good day for y'all. Y'all get some good content for us. Uh, Please always remember to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel over there at KLP Entertainment. Whether you're watching us, uh, the video version, thank you. I appreciate it. And if you're also listening to us, on the show, on audio platforms, Amazon Music, Audible, R-Heart Radio. That's a good one to say. R-Heart Radio is a big one for us. Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, so much more audio platforms. Uh, Share with your friends, letting you guys know that KLP was live tonight with KLP Aftermath. So that's going to wrap it up here on KLP Aftermath. Today's episode, of course, April 19th. As always, I like to say, stay safe. Please wear a mask whenever you can. Stay safe from people. People, people, starting to cough because it's spring season and then somehow it was cold tonight it was hot today but cold tonight so guys please be safe wear a mask and just social distance still a little bit i know it's 2022 and a lot of people are forgetting about covid and think covid covid's over just be careful that's uh, that's all i gotta, can say on that one psa guys just be careful a lot there in the streets of course that's gonna wrap it up here KLP Aftermath. i've been your host KLP kennedy lucas stay safe and stay swanky